This is episode 223 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guests, Whitney Melton and Tom Farnan. Plus, we attempt to answer your questions in a segment of Ask Velvet Tom. All of this and podcast advice only on Bleak and Review. Hey, happy Valentine's Day over here, right? That's today, right? The day this comes out, I believe. Hey, I hope you're having a great one. This is Kevin Anderson, host of the podcast you're listening to, Bleak and Review. Just checking my calendar to make sure this is indeed Valentine's Day. Or as I like to call it, a fake Hallmark greeting card day, because I don't fucking... I don't subscribe to phony capitalist holidays, man. That's my whole thing. That's my personality on Facebook. What's up? I'm I'm 20. <laughs> if you're gonna do that, you might as well. All holidays are made up. You know who made up? You know what we made up is the calendar. So like, <laughs> I want to hear you be equally mad whenever somebody tells you it's Wednesday or something. Because everything is something that we've created. Nothing is organic except for seasons, my dears. Seasons are forever. What am I doing? This is Bleak and Review. Standard uninterrupted intro edition. What's up? Yeah, no other uh, no other kerfuffles this week. Though I do believe that Tommy Slumbers and Sleeping with the Fishes is going to come back. Because that's my favorite one. <laughs> ah, yeah, it is Valentine's Day. Also around the... I think it's about the one-year anniversary of me being a single boy. Uh, I used to be multiple men, and now I'm a single boy. I uh, I kind of grabbed all of the facets of my personality that had split and kind of became rogue agents, and I combined them back into one podcast host. And here I am, rocked you like a hurricane. I wonder if you can hear my neighbor playing a jaunty tune on her piano. I certainly can, and it's distracting. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, hopefully you're all having a, a a cuddly good time with your paramour, whoever they may be. Or if you're a single person like myself, you know, don't put too much stock in it. Just uh, it's going to be good to yourself today, I guess. I mean, you should be good to yourself every day. You shouldn't be purposefully bad to yourself, right? Unless you're one of them sadomasochist types that's like, hey, I'm going to hit myself in the face with a brick. Is that what the kink community's doing? I'm not sure. Also, I need to get like one other voice to do besides the hey guy. I got to get like, let me try a few out here. Hello. Nope. How about this one? Oh, it's Valentine's Day. That's like the voice I use to talk to my guinea pigs. Now you know a little bit about me. If you are single and this is a tough time of year for you, I feel for you. Uh, about this time last year, I was in a very weird, self-destructive place. Uh, and it made me think of uh, just reminiscing on that time, uh, just being like drunk and trying to like talk to a bunch of women, even though I was clearly not in a place where I had healed from my breakup. It made me think of an old thing I thought of years ago, probably tweeted it, who knows, but the idea that it really sucks when you're only kind of smart, because uh, that's that's how I consider myself. I'm kind of smart, because I feel like when you're like really dumb and like not self-aware, you can just like fuck up and like you probably feel bad, but you don't like 
dwell on the things in your personality or your genetic makeup that make you do that stuff. You just go, oh, that sucked. Well, I guess I'll move on. And uh, if you're like really smart, you probably, you know, overanalyze stuff, but also you just get to be really smart and probably are like an engineer or something. So you're like, yeah, at least I know that I have money and things are good. Maybe not. Maybe that's not how it goes for smart people. I don't know. But when you're only kind of smart, you're aware enough to analyze like you do the dumb shit and then you're like aware enough to overanalyze everything and beat yourself up for it and then like make the same mistake again <laughs> or just make the same mistake that's redundant if you make the same mistake again i think you've made it three times that's an old george carlin thing isn't it who knows r.i.p to the goat george carlin Yeah, that was that was pretty introspective for the intro, huh? Yeah, we're talking about some real. This is a kind of an introspective episode, so I guess I'm just in the zone for it. We, uh, of course, uh, after the intro here, we're going to be talking to some longtime friends of the show, Whitney Melton and Tom Farnan, aka Velvet Tom, and we even uh, uh, answered some of the questions that y'all sent in. You know, life advice, specific situations, joke. Yeah. specific situations surrounded by jokes because you know you can't just be authentic you got to be like what if it's like a bit too and that's how i am i get it i'm not judging anybody to have an honest sincere moment is terrifying speaking of honest sincere moments uh made a kind of a midway through february resolution for myself this week and it's mostly that i need to not always try to please everybody not that i like need to be selfish or anything but i I just kind of noticed that especially like as an open mic host and someone who's always dealing with comedy people and their schedules and their egos and whatnot uh if you try really hard to make sure everyone around you is happy whether they're deserving of it or not not to say that they're not deserving all the time you know it's always good to try to accommodate people Um, but if you do that to every person in your life, acquaintance, friend, whatever, you really don't have a lot of, uh, a lot of joy to give to yourself afterwards. You kind of, you kind of burnt out. You're like, all right, I did everything. And then you just sit down on your couch and play the Witcher three for three hours. And it's like, I, I'm going to make (laughs) choice. That's the other thing I realized in that is that's how like much of a people pleaser I am like innately is that even playing video games where I have the decision to react to like dialogue options in different ways. Like I'm always like, I got to do the nice thing. I have to help. This guy's boat crashed. I better give him 150 coins so he can get back to Novigrad. Like, like I can't just say no to anybody in the game. I have to like do everything. And, you know, maybe it's because I'm a completionist and I want to see where every thread leads, but uh, it's, I genuinely am one of those people that's like, I got to make a bunch of save points because if I am mean to some fishmonger, then, you know, I'll feel bad. And I don't want Geralt of Rivia to be a jerk. Whew, shit runs deep, fam. Shit runs deep. But I think I'm going to get better about it. I'm going to just have to set boundaries for myself with certain people, not like specific people that I'm thinking of right now. It's just like people that aren't my close friends or my family that ask things of me that, would be, you know, I just can't, I, I got to give some time to myself is what I'm saying. Whew. And now I've said it into a podcast, so I have to do it, folks. Speaking of saying it to a podcast, we're going to be listening into this podcast here after this break. 
Uh, it's a very, very fun episode. Uh, like I said, Tom and Whitney are old friends of the show. And we just had a, a good chat about uh, last meals, sort of, and a lot of food. We were very hungry, I can tell. So we definitely talked about a lot of food in the first segment. And then we'll, uh, a little late in the show, we'll be answering the questions that y'all submitted uh, through the various social media platforms that you can do so. And uh, if you like that and you want us to do more of those, you know, send me things, send me weird things. And uh, it'd be nice to have more. Uh, I want to give back, you know, like I can put out so much content where we're talking about ourselves, but let's talk about your lives too, you know, or whatever, whatever you want to do. So this is going to be a break here in a second, and then we'll be back with more Bleak and Review with Whitney Melton and Tom Farnan after this. Here's the deal, fellas. You haven't been on. <laughs> the, uh, you haven't been. In the, this is my new voice for the show. I talk like this now. No, uh, um, it's in the capacity of uh, the new studio, the new setup here. I have a new uh-huh. thing I do to get levels for my guests, mm-hmm. where uh-huh. I'm going to ask each of you individually to tell me a story from your childhood, whether it's devastating, happy, somewhere in the middle. Last week, it was uh, the entire segment because it was a crazy story about a house fire. <laughs> uh, but it can be it doesn't have to be devastating. But uh, Whitney, we'll start with you here on my left. Uh, can you tell me a story from your childhood? Mm. Growing up in Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go on the fire fire uh, theme. On that fire Why tip. Why not? It's not as good as that story. I listened to that episode, and that was a... That was a next level story. Thank you for listening. I thought you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, but I, uh, when I got my first car, uh, I was 16 and I didn't know how to drive. And I uh, drove around with the parking brake on. And one time I pulled into a gas station and got out and the wheel well was on fire. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, how long have you been driving with the brake on? I, 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 was, I don't know. I was a kid. I didn't care. As a kid. We were yes. just kids. As a kid, you know. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I was pumping gas, and uh, I was at that age where, <laughs> you know, when you're like a 16-year-old, you don't want to ever admit you've ever messed up or done anything wrong. You're embarrassed yeah. about everything. Yeah. So I just pretended it wasn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> at a gas station, At a gas too. station. And the, <clears throat> the guy, there was an older man that saw what was happening. He was like, hey, uh, your wheel well's on fire. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry, this happens <laughs> yeah, it's, with it's this all, car. It's all right. And then he's like, no, I, you should probably do something about that. And I was like. <laughs> Very reasonable, man. Very and then soft. I just get kind of offended. Like, oh, you think you know better than me? You think you're so smart? Fuck you, you yeah, old exactly. man. Fuck you, Grandpa. I've let my car be on fire if I want. My generation doesn't yeah. get you. These <laughs> days, we drive around with our cars on fire, old man. <laughs> See? Real flame paint. Uh, so did you resolve it or did you just no? Burn so I I took the gas uh, the the pump out of my car and put it back and then just left. Uh, and then still on fire, still on fire. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't like a huge fire. It wasn't like kind of spectacular. It was just like smoldering. That's what I figured. Like kind of just smoke coming out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so. Uh, and then I drove away, and then I guess just air put it out. But <laughs> so you're like, well, that's done. But, well, so I was like, got away with that one. Uh, and then a couple of days later, my dad was like, hey, uh, one of the guys I work with uh, saw you at a gas station, and he says that your, your wheel well is on fire. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> ah, it's just a thing, you know, these, these old cars. But that's the thing, if you grow up in a small town, like, you can't get away with that. Sort Absolutely. Of stuff. It's just one degree of separation. I do like that you're, uh, I mean, I've driven with the parking brake on before. I've never like had anything bad happen. And like, that's like an old 
bit, right, is that, oh, a parking brake, well, why can I drive with it on if it's a parking brake? But right, you actually right. are uh, living proof that that can be a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, was, it was pretty exciting. It was a great way to start off my driving experience. I had a, I had a similar thing <laughs> uh, when I wore through my brake pads in my first car, and every time I would stop, it would just be like, just, 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 like just metal <laughs> on metal, you know? And I like drove like that for a long time before I told anyone. Did it not squeak? Or you just got used to that? I just no. It wasn't even squeaking. It was straight up metal on metal. Like every time I saw a stop sign, like a mile away, I would like just fucking idle towards oh, no. it so I got the softest stop possible. Do you ever sometimes stop and be like, "How, how am I alive? How are cars legal? <laughs> this is, how is this possibly legal? This is the worst fuck. Like in two hundred years, they're going to be stunned that we allowed ourselves to. Drive yeah, it's cars. like we used to put a heroin in our cough yeah, syrup. Yeah, yeah. But we were still <laughs> driving around in these fucking death machines. Exactly. And people are just like people just get drunk and drive yeah. like, like yeah, I got yeah. this I got this take their eyes off the road <laughs> yeah uh, Tom what about you you got a, a story from your oh, childhood uh, well, you know what as long as we're talking about cars let's I'll talk, talk cars yeah. I'll tell you about the accident that I could have died in Ooh. and this is this is teens so this is 17 been driving a couple of years and there was this uh, it was two carloads of people and we had just gone what's north in kansas city it's north of the river south of the river and all the white kids live north of the river oh that <laughs> and was everybody your, else that lives was your south of the river the train tracks but it was like <laughs> the, but it was downtown and that's where all the fun stuff happened mm -hmm. and uh so there was the one popular guy matt uh who you know who had throngs of people hanging out with him and stuff like that and he oh was yeah a, he was an acting in music like i was too but I was the only other person that had a car, so it was me and another person. I was driving them to and fro, but they had been, they had been drinking and doing drugs. <laughs> Ooh, and you know, I mean, I don't know to the extent, probably just smoking weed, but yeah. uh, of course they'd been drinking. Yeah, and we met them south of the river to go to comedy sports, which later several years I ended up doing. Yeah, like of I, course. But by the time we got there, it was closed. There was nothing going on. There's no show. So we had to turn around and come back. <laughs> and there was this bridge that we were driving across called the Heart of America Bridge because Kansas City is the heart of America. Ah, John Mellencamp named it, right? <laughs> it, seems like, it seems like a John Mellencamp joke. Little pink houses everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the blind and, man sitting on the front porch. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Matt had like a new Camry at the time. Ooh. And this is like the late 80s. So it was yeah. like 84. He had yeah, a five-year-old yeah. car. I had a 1972 Chevy Nova. That, wow. Yeah. That had hardly any miles on it. It was a beautiful car. Hell yeah. I painted it midnight blue. It backfired. So I called it Blue Thunder. It was... <laughs> It was, nice. and it was the car so, that me and my friends just got in a lot of trouble in. Oh, of course. You got to have one. So it was me and a guy, Paul, uh, who was sitting in the passenger seat, and it was bench seats, you know. In oh, seats yeah. It's a nineteen seven. No seat belts in this car. No, uh, it's a classic. When you brake, you throw your arm out to, to stop your kid from hitting the dash. Kind <laughs> this of is move, true, right? yes. Yeah, this, is the, this. this is the stop short. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and... And, but, you know, made out of fine, red-blooded American steel. You ah, know, bless it. Sure. And you, I'm, it was only going up from there <laughs> with the American car industry. So Drunk Matt <laughs> drunk Matt decides that he is going to play like a little chicken with me. And as we're driving oh, no. home, he's pulling up. He's pulling up against my bumper, like trying to get real close. Like behind thinking, you, yeah. Yeah, and he's got like four people in his car, okay, yeah. who are all as inebriated yeah, yelling. as him. Yeah. And here I am just driving along with this Paul, who's a 
probably still a bore to this day, but you know, <laughs> I mean, I can say this. And so, you know, you know, I'm, I'm trying to play along, you know, tap my brakes, give him a little light so he'll yeah. pull off and everything. But he loses control of his car and rear ends me and sends me off con- uh, out of control, uh, eventually careening down this sort of grassy knoll that was on the other side of the Missouri River. Oh, my God. And so I tumbled down. I basically, you drive from South Kansas City into what's called North Kansas City, right. except I tumbled into North <laughs> yeah. Kansas City. You came in hot. You came in hot. I did. No seat belts here. Yeah, Paul Jesus. and I are jostling around, tumbling in my in my 72 Nova. That's it's beautiful. fucking terrifying. We end up on wheels. So we end up upright. All the windows, windshields have been blown out. Yeah. Paul is on my lap at this point because we butt heads, the back of his head, the front of mine. We literally walk out of where the windshield of... Was once upon a time. (laughs) Used to be. And we had tumbled. But he had, like, smack. He had rear-ended me. and, And, you know, they come around and they're checking to see how they are. I was like, yeah, right. somebody called 911. We may need to get checked out. Yeah, and Cops. the other guy who hit you was fine, right? Like, they didn't do it. Nothing happened to them, right? No. Nothing, oh, no. Nothing happened to him. <laughs> and here... <laughs> he said so much resentment. And that is the thing. Nothing <laughs> happened to him. Legally, physically. He was... <laughs> Nothing happened <laughs> to him. That's so unjust. I it is very unjust. <laughs> and people thought it was my fault because I like tapped the brakes and caused him to no. hit me. And I'm like You're the sober one. He was he was driving totally out of control. Yeah. And this day, uh, since we were driving home from a comedy show, I am a comedian and he is in Kansas City literally a DUI lawyer. He gets people (laughs) out of tickets, out of fix-it tickets. That is a beautiful 180. He really really had a... That was his moment. But that was his moment that defined his life. That he was basically going to justify how drunk he was (laughs) that night. He's just going to live that experience over and over Save the next one. I'm glad he's wearing that fucking albatross. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking wild. That's 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 probably the gnarliest accident you've been in. Right, like flipping, and also this is going to definitely relate to one of the questions we have later for Ask Velvet Tom. But because I've been in my share of auto accidents, but yeah, that was by far the the most gnarly. Uh, and before I get into the thing, I was going to say, I just want to say this is Bleak and Review, of course, with Kevin Anderson, and joined here with uh, two friends of the show uh, by my good pals. Uh, they run a show together at the clubhouse called Robot Party, where I've got to do a lot of weird stuff. Uh, we got Whitney Melton over here. Hey there, and we got Tom Farnan over here. Howdy. Hey, that's their voices. Remember them. Uh, <laughs> the thing I was going to say, the thing I was going to say is like when you get in an accident like that, because I've never been in an accident where I was driving, but I've definitely been in a car that was totaled in an intersection, and it's like. Isn't it the most surreal shit? Like, you're just like kind of like, oh, I guess this is happening now. But it's not like you seem like way more in control than you would think, right? Like, because you were like you were flipping on this thing, but you, and you were like bounce, but you were probably like, oh, we're probably gonna be like, we'll make it. This is fine. Like, did you have that at all? Do you remember? It happened all so fast. That is the that's the other thing I think too, because it's over before you can even really register it, huh? And part of me, I think, I mean, if I this is totally misremembering. I mean, I was 17. That was this is 30 years ago. Yeah. So at this point, it's. It's like, I'm thinking, I thought there was a point where I could still keep it under control. (laughs) (laughs) I got this. I got this. We just need to get our footing. No, I totally know that. I I was in an accident once where 
uh, this girl who was driving, I think I've talked about this in the podcast, but who cares? Um, this girl was driving me, my friend, and she was like a terrible driver and was like, like looking at her phone or her iPod and just blew through like a stale red light. And we got T-boned going like 65 miles an hour, like 60 miles an hour. And it was on my side, like my window blew up. And like the whole time, I just remember being like, oh, like, like, oh, I got hit. We I guess we got hit by a car. That's what that's like. Like, it wow. didn't have like a big, like, oh, oh, it was just like, psh, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, just like look down. Like, yeah, I'm good. There's like glass all over me. I'm just like fine. It was very surreal. Did you, did you pee your pants? Uh, a little bit. That's all right. It's all right. Just a little bit's fine. I had a little, I had like a half of a spurt of diarrhea. <laughs> just like, <laughs> diarrhea. Just, <laughs> just like a quarter cup, you know? I think that's fine. That's now, fine. Have, you, have you been in any uh, gnarly car accidents? No, Whitney? but I feel weird talking about it because I know that's how you bring it on. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now you're gonna die. <laughs> Your Honda Element's oh, getting yeah. fucked up on the way home tonight. tonight. Yeah, yeah, so there we go. Well, that, this, Tom's this, like, you're driving me. Thank you. This, this podcast <laughs> will get a lot of listens. Then. Yeah, this will be the last podcast that Whitney uh, Melton uh, like the Eddie and the Cruisers podcast. episode. <laughs> this is where I put it behind a paywall. That's what I start. The, that's where I, <laughs> I start the paywall just so I'm going to hear the last podcast that Whitney Melton's done. Or you crash into me just so you can have uh, better content. Dave Matthews. No, was that John Mayer? Who does that song? Crash. That was crash into me. That was Dave Matthews. Okay, cool. I, I get them confused more often. Yep. Than and who's the other yep. one? Uh, yep. I don't know. Jack Johnson. <laughs> Your treat. Uh, Tom and Whitney, thank you guys so much for being here. Well, thank, thank you very much. Uh, and congratulations on the new studio. Oh, yeah. I, I bought it. I paid for it. <laughs> it's very uh, disco-y. Yeah, yeah, we kind of got like we got like a disco murder suicide chic going on here. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, we got Robert the Doll over here, famous haunted doll. Oh yeah, oh, Robert Doll from uh, the Amazon original series lore. All right, well, okay. that's right. Oh, we got sound effects now too. I forgot to what? tell you guys. <laughs> uh, but you guys, of course, run a robot party at the clubhouse. Yes, and uh, we almost timed this perfectly to promote this month's, but we could talk about next month's for sure because this is coming out <laughs> the day after your show this month. I realized uh, on the way here, but it's a. Uh, <laughs> Oops, I'm pretty good about this stuff, you know. Do you want to hold it? Do you want to keep this one in your back pocket for? We can come back next week. If you die, I'm gonna have to do something. So I don't know. This is contingent upon whether or not you're alive at the end of the night. Um, but it's a comedy variety show. Yes. And uh, Velvet Tom, of course, Tom Farnan, you are the uh, the MC, the master of ceremonies. You croon your way through the show. <laughs> Was that a good way to describe it? I would say I'm a musical host. Yeah. That, that's what I would say. Absolutely. I would say that Whitney is the... Is the main MC? He's like the he's like the daddy o, but you're like the daddy. I'm the, <laughs> yeah. I'm more I'm like the straight man, and he's the the variety. And because it is a variety show, and that was a thing I really like about your show is that it is uh, uh, not just like hey, it's another stand up show. Right, it's like right. you have you have a very and you get people to do very weird stuff on there. That's but, that was that, that's sort of the point. Yeah, weird. Like, like yeah. last month, Fernando, our friend Fernando Sosa, cut your hair on the show. He did, <laughs> which was, it was a nice haircut too. Thank you. Really uh, nice haircut. Me and nice you got great haircuts. I don't know what's going on with Whitney, but <laughs> hey, get out of here. Hey, if you want to know why that's funny, look at the picture associated with this episode. <laughs> hey, brought to you by Propecia. <laughs> but it was it was a very hypnotic uh, experience watching you get your haircut because it was about fifteen minutes uh-huh. and. It was sort of like when you're in the shower and you're doing something and you're not doing something and it's kind of like, you know, relaxing. It was just very relaxing to hear you guys kind of chat, but not really. You weren't like doing bits. You were just kind of hanging out and talking. Totally. But also something was happening. Yeah. You were getting this haircut. So it was very, 
It was very, very relaxing. I, I, we talked afterwards. <laughs> this would be a great YouTube channel. Yeah, there may be something in the works. There may be something Whoa, in the works. I may, I may have drunkenly uh, accosted Fernando after that show and been like, yo, you just shoot this. I want to film this. No, it was, re- it was really nice. I think it's a good idea. I'm a classic Hollywood guy. Like, I get big ideas, and I'll go, I'll Facebook message <laughs> you about it later, but then I remember I'm broke, and I can't do anything. <laughs> 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 it's kind of my thing. Uh, but uh, uh, what was the, uh, was that ma- mainly the inception for the show? Was Because like, it's kind of, it's a relatively newer show. It's been going on for uh, about six months. Next month will be a year. No. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, how, yeah, my yeah. how time flies. A full year. And, and you, yeah, you were on the first one and you did live reviews. Oh, right. You, live vlogging. Yeah, the character whose name you refuse to remember <laughs> and just started calling it a different name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like it. Uh, people should definitely check this out. It's at the clubhouse every... It's the second Tuesday of every month. Thursday. Tuesday. Tuesday, Thursday. There this is go. not even going to be coming Thursday. out close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want people to show up and it not be there. Yeah, that, that, that I mean, I love, I love a, a, a ruse plug. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, speaking of ruse plugs, uh, I want to. I have. I have no segue, but I do have. I do have segue sounds. Brought to you. This, oh, oh yeah, wow. you want to do an ad read for ruse plugs? Ruse plugs. Brought to you by ruse. <laughs> That's terrible. Terrible. That great. Uh, I did have a pre-planned interview question for the both of you, and uh, I want to see how what your takes on it are individually or as a unit. You know, whatever you want. Okay. Um, if you could only eat one thing, uh, like one food item and one drink for every meal every day, like breakfast, lunch, dinner, what would the items be? And do you think you would uh, uh, ever get sick of it and end up killing yourself because you've been sentenced to this new hell? It's a long question. Now, is there any health consequences to this? Or is it literally... I'm going to say you have really good insurance. (laughs) There's still the regular consequences, but you have like the best insurance. So like if you have complications, you got like top tier guys working on it. Wow. Yeah. That's is, specific. It, is, is there any copay? Uh, I don't know because I've never had the best insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I have never experienced it. I imagine that it's like whatever, like whatever is keeping Dick Cheney alive is keeping alive. you alive. Is he still alive? I think so, against all the odds. The power of the sun. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah my, I think we would have. My PPO is a neutron star. <laughs> I think we would have heard if he had died. That's probably a good. That would have been a big one at the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> it would have definitely. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, he would have made the dead real. <laughs> it's like right after Kobe, but he still doesn't headline. Like they still give it to Kirk Douglas. Uh, yeah, do you have any, anything? Uh, let's start with breakfast. What's your favorite? Like, what's one breakfast food you'd be like, I could eat that probably. Forever, and this is you can eat garbage. If you want to eat garbage, you well, mean like literal trash. I mean, I think cinnamon rolls are like the best breakfast. Oh yeah, that is a tricky one. I mean, yeah, you just have to. I mean, you're like still able to like do healthy things outside of it. You could exercise a lot, and <laughs> you can. I know that you have that option currently too. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, cinnamon rolls would be your breakfast. So, so cinnamon rolls uh, with a with a splash of kale. A smoothie next to it. How about okay, that? okay. So yeah, you put you offset the cinnamon roll exactly, the kale smoothie. Exactly, okay, yeah. that's good. Uh, what would you think for uh, breakfast, Tom? Like uh, eggs Benedict. Ooh, Ooh that is good. a good that's one. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, I but wonder, you know, yeah. I mean, I'd want like that hollandaise sauce to that, that, you know, like, be made. I you, don't want to make that. No, no, you don't have to. By the way, you don't have to make any of this. This is just shit that just shows up at your house right, for every right. meal. Like food replication. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good one too. I think, and the, the thing is, though, it's like, what, how long do you think you eat those things? Cinnamon rolls, especially. I feel like you eat one cinnamon roll, and you're like, I'm good for a month, like before you want to even have one again. Oh, That's I the mean, there's part. only one way to find out, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, take the bleak review challenge. If you eat one cinnamon roll every day for a month, we'll give you a free T-shirt. <laughs> that would be cool if we did that. 
That's them dying later. Uh, uh, okay, so we got Eggs Benedict, we got Cinnamon Rolls, we got Kale Smoothie. What would your drink be? Oh, hi, there's a dog in the studio. Yeah. Hi, Winter. Oh, I think Espresso. Hi. Espresso, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's like pretty... It's my standard, really. And it's pretty safe, too, right? Like, you can't really get too much health effects from drinking a lot of... Es- like, one espresso a day, that's not going to do anything. Yeah. Is, is it? Is it just one? I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> However much you drink <laughs> currently or need to drink. Like a quad shot, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Just, that's wow. pretty deep. I like that. I used to go double shots because uh, they had an espresso maker at an office that I worked in, and I would do I would do the double shot for sure. Oh, yeah. And that'll get you, that'll get you buzzing. Wow. But uh, okay, so what about lunch then? We're now we're at lunch. It's new. It's high noon, <laughs> and we're still just same I, rules. I'm, apply. I'm just gonna go and eat garbage. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's we're gonna find out about Tom's uh, uh, fancy way of living and how much of a trash person what he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cinnamon rolls covered know. in shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I would think uh, like fried shrimp and. Uh, maybe like hush puppies. Oh fuck! Now you're talking like a southern man. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be that'd be a solid. Oh boy, that'd be a solid one. So and uh, what what to drink? I mean, water. I think water should be one of them <laughs> for somebody's. No, I'm not going to ruin it with water. All right. So dinner's your water. Sweet tea. There's <laughs> <laughs> a giant jug of sweet tea. You talk about aggressively. Two thousand calories. It's right there. <laughs> so you're trying to cultivate mass. I I mean, look. If we're gonna do it, I might as well end up dead. Yeah. Also, in the scenario, you only have. Have five years to live anyway. Oh, so. that, that's a much oh. better way to do it. That's a much better way to I do it. I think that adds oh, a sense of oh, urgency. Oh, yeah. I absolutely. feel like, yeah, okay. So we'll, does that add more? Then we can live our best life. <laughs> or your fucking sweatiest yeah, life. Yeah, same difference. <laughs> oh, no, I, that's the wrong I meant one. to hit the badumptus. That one, that's what I was going for. Go. But uh, you know, we'll figure out these colors eventually. Uh, so you got a, so you got sweet tea and hush puppies and fried shrimp for yeah, lunch. Yeah. Tom, well, what's your what's your fancy boy lunch? I think that. Uh, I mean, is this lunch or are we just kind of going for it? I mean, we only got five years. Yeah, so five years. I mean, I you know, I just want Reese's peanut butter pumpkin shapes only because you get the most mass that wow. way. Wow. And vodka. Okay, <laughs> that is just oh. straight vodka, not like a mule. <laughs> Let's just. <laughs> Like if I were on a desert aisle, yes, and a few boxes of Reese's and a few cases of Tito's watched up, I'd be fine. That would be the saddest like leaving Las Vegas ever. <laughs> Tom slowly drinking himself to death while eating chocolate. But on a desert island, that'd be cool. it on is. a desert island. Oh yeah, you know what I want no on a hot care. desert island is unrefrigerated vodka and chocolate. Yeah. That'll hydrate. That'll feel good. It's wonderful. You I got like five that. years. I mean, you the got way five you, years. I like that. I should be doing mine too, right? I should be saying mine. My yeah. breakfast would probably be, man, probably like, probably like a like a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. You know, like you can't. It's so or like a croissant, which like bacon, sure, egg, and cheese. Sure. You know, but like I don't want to commit to one meat because I would love a sausage one too. So that's tough. But as long as there's a lot of cheese in it, I'm good. But this and is then, forever, Kevin. Like, no, five years. <laughs> I'm, I'm also dying in this scenario. Uh, we're all dying from whatever is most likely to kill us right now, which will be a question we'll get to later. Car wrecks, uh, cinnamon rolls. I, what would I do? Probably coffee. I'd have to have some kind of coffee in the morning. Maybe a, what do they call it when you drop a shot of espresso in a coffee? Ooh, I don't know. A, a, a mistake? I don't know. Yeah. That's a thing, right? Like a red eye? Isn't that a red eye? Oh, I guess. Yeah. I, don't know. I would do a red eye in the morning with a with a bacon, egg, and cheese, and then I'll catch up. My lunch would be a pastrami sandwich from, uh, you know, a reputable delicatessen. Uh, you know, mustard, pickles, all the, the, the works, onions. And then to drink... Uh, 
Vodka sounds good. <laughs> For breakfast? Uh, uh, no, we're no, talking no. lunch. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe, actually, no, for lunch, because I'm going to save all my drink for the evening. So I'm going to say lunch, we'll do like, uh, I'll go with a, I'll go with an iced tea also. I'm going to go oh, with like a green, I'm going to go with a green tea. Oh, like an Arizona green tea, though, so it's not really good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and sweet. then now, now we're at the big one. We're at dinner, uh, 6 o'clock, the witching hour. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whitney, what are you We're do doing what? a 6 o'clock dinner? It's uh, No, yeah, when, when do you eat dinner? <laughs> like, I would... Th- I mean, is it six o'clock dinner? That's kind of like uh, the AARP. No, that's some of. old people shit. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, my dinners are usually after I left the bar. And I that's, feel like eight o'clock is dinner time. Right? Yeah, eight o'clock to any time before is midnight. It, is that a controversial opinion? I think that's, a, is I think that's an no, unpopular no, that's opinion. Uh, Network there shout go, out. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I wouldn't know what the red button is. Uh, the red button, you're going to be mad you ask because it's a full song. Uh, it's an entire preloaded uh, generic rock track. Right, here we go. All right, here we're back on Bleak and Review with Whitney Bell and Top Hard, everybody. It is 6 o'clock, just about summertime if you're old. And we're talking about what our favorite dinner's going to be. Whitney Bell, you're in the hot seat. What would you eat if you could only eat one thing for five years? Red lobster crab legs. Wait. Wait, I got I had to get the cheering sound effect. Yes. Yeah. I yes. would I I would become the mayor of Red Lobster. I would just show up there every day. Oh, where I would wear a nice suit. I yeah. would look classy. You would be you would be the uh what do you call it? The uh the uh, uh what is it? What's the, the mayor of Red Lobster? Yeah, sure. I'd we'll go with that. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Garçon uh, lobster. Exactly. And I, I it would get the captain's feast every night with a side of uh, crab legs. Or like one of their Long Island iced teas, because yeah. they make they make oh, them sure. dirty. Make there. a sash out of cheddar bay biscuits. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I like as he said, Red Lobster. I was like, oh, I got to switch one of my meals to Cheddar Bay biscuits. I don't care if it's <laughs> breakfast or lunch. One of them has to be. I had to justify Red Lobster to a friend of the show, Rivers Langley, the other night, and I'm glad that you brought up Red Lobster. To mm. I'm not insane. It's great. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's the best. Yeah, they kindred got some really spirits. good stuff. Kindred, yeah. kindred spirits. I That's where it. I used to go for my birthday dinners when I was a kid. Me too. Yeah, we would either do Red Robin or Red Lobster because uh, you know. Better, better red than dead. So uh, we always said uh, we would uh, we would go for the uh, Joseph McCarthy happy hour. <laughs> it was great. That's just an old <laughs> communism joke. Uh, and what would you? So what would you have to drink with your red lobster? You know, I, I I honestly think I would get a good garbage pina colada. Yeah, like if that. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna slide all the yeah, way. Yeah, maybe five it. years. Yeah. Uh, Tom, what about you? Dinner yeah, that's time. a red lobster. Yeah. You oh yeah. Do all of the things. Oh, it's gonna be the best. Well, as long as we're picking chain restaurants. Oh, I think we should all pick a chain restaurant. Ooh boy, I used to work at Maggiano's. Oh. Little Italy, that Italian food. Mm. So I would. Pro- it would probably be Maggiano's chicken parmesan. Ooh. And it comes with a, just a side of spaghetti marinara. It's just par. Back. Is it becoming evident to everyone on this podcast how hungry I am while we're recording this? <laughs> because everything now. I could talk about is food. <laughs> I ate before I came here, and now I'm starving. Well, we should all get it. We should all go to. We should all go to Red Lobster after Ooh, this. Yeah. Thousand Oaks, right? That's the closest one. I think so. There's yeah. one in like Compton, no Inglewood, and there's one in Thousand Oaks. Yeah, yeah. that's about it. Uh, for those uh, playing along at home, those are very far away from each other. Yeah. Oh, and there's one in Orange County too. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's go. Let's also, uh, the Red Lobster we just bought at the store. You can make Cheddar Bay biscuits at home. Ooh. They have a. Ooh. They 
they have a home. This yeah. episode, of course, it? sponsored by. Not yet. We have to try. Oh, it yet. you have to come back and tell us. Gonna how it goes. do it. Yeah. You guys know how fucking excited I would be if Red Lobster was a sponsor of this podcast. I would. I would go to the mat for them. This is an open call for Red Lobster. I will. I, you barely have to pay me anything. I right. will talk about how great you are at every episode. Let's tweet them. Bleaklings. Yeah, I, 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 yes. Let's get a hashtag. We'll get to it in plugs, but we're gonna get a hashtag going on this episode. Uh, sponsor Bleak Red Pod. Lobster Revolution. Yes. Ooh. I don't know. Revolution Lobster. <laughs> uh, what would you have to drink with your uh, chicken parm, though, for your dinner meal? Uh, you know what? As long as I'm at Maggiano's, man, <laughs> I tell you what, especially the one at the Grove, they know how to make a Manhattan. Oh, so yeah. Just have that, that I would never get tired of. That meal. <laughs> That's beautiful. I'd have my own booth there, just like you. You know, I'd be the mayor of Maggiano's. <laughs> Maggiano Maya. All right, Kevin, how about yourself? Oh, man. See, I want to go chain restaurant to complete the circle. So I'll give you my bougie answer and my chain restaurant answer. Is that okay? <laughs> go sure. for it. Will you allow it? Yeah. But watch yourself, counselor. I can't touch any of the, the button. Touch the Touch the which one? Give me the, a color. Which the one? applause. There we go. Yes. I will allow it. Bless your heart. Yeah. All right, my, my chain restaurant answer is going to be uh, Outback Steakhouse, and probably uh, uh, I had a, a, a crab burger there that was Whoa. crazy, but I'm mostly saying Outback because there's one close to me, and they've got fine scotches there, and I think if I have to drink one thing, it's going to be a McAllen or a Glenlivet or a Glenfitch. Any Glen will do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little swinger shout-out. Uh, yeah, I think scotch would be my dinner drink for five years before I fucking died from Outback and scotch. Sure, sure. But if my bougie answer would be a ribeye steak from Musso and Frank's. Wow. Mm, that is my bougie Hollywood-ass answer because it's just so good. And you could also get scotch there. <laughs> yeah, think, you can get some damn good scotch yeah. there, I imagine. Uh, but you gotta, what I found, though, is uh, you got to get the right bartender for the good old-fashioned. <laughs> That's what I found. But I don't know who the right bartender is. It's just know that you know, sometimes I've never, I get I've a I've never been to Moose on Frank's. Neither what? have I. I know. Oh, you haven't lived. Never been to an Outback Steakhouse either. Oh. I, I think we need to do a tour of all the chain restaurants at the Empire Abs Center in Burbank. Because <laughs> 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 there's an Outback. There's an Olive Garden. There's oh, a... Right, uh, right. uh, what's the other one? There's a... There's a it's not a, I don't think there's a, there's a Red Robin. I don't know if there is. But chain restaurants have a certain uh, appeal to them. I, I, I don't like people who poo-poo them. Yeah. No. But you guys have never been. You've never been to a, an Outback. No, I've been to an Outback, but not Moose and Frank's. Oh, yeah. Well, they're very similar. <laughs> uh, so everybody knows out there listening, Moose and Frank's is the oldest uh, restaurant in Hollywood, I believe. It's almost 100, been here 100 years about. Tom, I defer to you. You're... You, you play at the Dresden. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, just reached some sort of anniversary, I some guess. Some big milestone, yeah. And they got a, it's, it's old school. They got, they got kidneys and livers on the menu. That's how old Do they have done. cheddar biscuits? They don't. That's the one uh, thing. The one strike against it is there's no Cheddar Bay biscuits from Red Lobster there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess you could sneak them in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pocket biscuits? <laughs> yes. Oh, once I make a batch of biscuits, I'm taking those things. <laughs> that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Uh, uh, before we go to a uh, quick break here, because we're obviously coming back with a, a wonderful uh, installment of Ask Velvet Tom, our favorite segment that this will be the second of <laughs> uh, on the show. But what have you ever snuck? Uh, what's the silliest food you've ever snuck into a place? Or or alcohol? Because <laughs> I used to sneak alcohol into places yeah. in a silly way. But I'm wondering. Oh, you, ever, do you ever like put hamburgers in your jacket pocket to go to the theater? Oh, Ooh. yeah. One yes. time I, I went to uh, an art gallery showing with my friend Sean and... Uh, we wanted to sneak in some vodka, but we didn't. I couldn't find a hip flask, so I just I poured it into a Ziploc bag. <laughs> and so we we had to, we had to take swigs off of this Ziploc bag. That's that must have been messy as fuck. Ah, it was fun. Ah, it, was, it, was, it was a good time. We Can I ask time. how old you were when you did this? Oh, I think 
42. <laughs> <laughs> you had a Ziploc bag like you would get a goldfish in at a carnival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just have vodka. Yeah, magic. That is hilarious. That's yeah. amazing. Wow. That seems like it would be really hard to do, though. You just Out of the corner, I feel like it would get... I, I, Life finds so, a way. So we, you kind of like pinch it at the top, and then you just kind of like, you know suck the, the vodka. Pinch it and suck <laughs> it, baby. Yeah, I tell you. Now you're talking my language. Ooh, he. I used to uh, get these things called pocket shots, which you could buy at liquor stores. You know when they have like the little small bottles at the register at liquor stores? You know, like you can get like your little small fireball or Jack uh-huh. Daniels. They would sell these ones that are in like Capri Sun pouches that were like just like mm. a couple shots of a thing. And whenever I would go to concerts, they would like charge you like $19 for a Red Bull vodka or whatever. You just put a couple of those, tape a few to your inner thigh, put some <laughs> in your shoes, <laughs> and you're good. You just buy a $6 Sprite, which is still ridiculous. And you just dump the vodka in and you're golden. Wow. Oh, yeah. These are and, – and I was – 20 when I was doing that, and it's still better than what you did. <laughs> Tom, I feel like you're a classy guy, though. You probably never did anything like that. You probably never had to sneak booze. You just would go in and be like, you're going to sell this to me, and they would do it, and you'd be underage and be fine. No, I'd have to say that a majority of my experiences here in California is bringing an illegal roadie in some place, you know, nice. just trying to save a few bucks. Sure. <laughs> it's very expensive to live here, folks. <laughs> so you find ways. Wait, uh, bring an illegal roadie. Oh, you know, I mean, where you got like a, you got something that's already doctored up, or drank, oh, or, or yeah. you bring a hip flask. I yeah. mean, I, you just drink a lot at home first. My go there. my dad, you know, we used to see a lot of football games together. The uh, Super Chiefs, Bowl winning your boys, yeah, yeah, the Chiefs. I lost money to our other guest. <laughs> and uh, motherfucker. My uh, my dad always used to stick a. He always used to wear cowboy boots. A very uncomfortable shoe to wear at yes, the game, you know, certainly. especially for guys' age. And then he always used to stick a flask inside of his boot, and that's you know, beautiful. And they'd wave the wand, and they'd wave it across, and he'd get lit up, and he'd Every take time. it out, and they'd be like. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> he had a certain amount, he had a certain amount of swagger. He like, did. He had yeah. some charisma. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I feel totally like did. I feel like you get a guy who's got a flask and a cowboy boot. It's better to let him drink. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want that yeah. guy sober in there. Getting, it is getting crazy. You know, bourbon. Because if he's anything like you, he's probably a very mellow, fun drunk. Not like a I'm gonna start punching cops kind of drunk. Oh yeah, yeah. He was very he was very uh, happy. Absolutely. Uh, we used to see movies free all the time because. Uh, one of our friends worked at a movie theater and used to get us in free all the time. We used to just bring Burger King and McDonald's. And <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Full meals, you know. Just Do you ever do the uh, ticket stub handoff where one you one friend buys a ticket, you get it torn, and then you go into the theater, they come out and go, oh, that bathroom's full. I got to use the one in the lobby. <laughs> Hand it off to you in the bathroom. You get the stub. Say, I was just in the bathroom and use the stub. And wow. you can do that up to four times before you get caught. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's what we found out. And I got to see Saw 3. Thank God. The worst fucking movie that exists. <laughs> yeah. I don't even care. That's my unpopular opinion. Saw 3 is not a good film. Ooh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Speaking of not a good films, this is going to continue to be a great podcast. Uh, Whitney and Tom, obviously, after this break, we're going to get into a, a segment of Ask Velvet Tom. We got uh, you, the listeners out there, sent us some great questions tom uh your swanky ass is a great uh dispenser of wisdom i would say sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yes and comedy yes, sports absolutely uh, <laughs> so we're gonna come back with some of your questions answered by the one and only velvet tom here on bleak and review the podcast <laughs> it's a new theme song What's 
your hot take on Miller High Life? Well, no, got? I was wondering, now that you're drinking a, nah, yeah. a Coors Light, what the hierarchy of sort of, I guess you could say, trashiness is in the domestic light beer? I think, like, at the bottom, you got to do all the college beers, like Natty Light, sure, Keystone, sure. Bush. Do you remember that that we had the uh, PBR light the other yeah, day? Yeah, that was, that was surreal when you showed up with a case to our Super Bowl, the Super Bowl party with a case of... PBR, what was it called? It's called PBR, Golden. Like, yeah, it was like like less. It's like PBR. It's like whatever Michelob Ultra Light like is doing. They're trying to do that. It's like if somebody poured a little bit of water into a PBR. It wasn't that bad. It though. wasn't bad. It, it was, was weird. I think it was better than a PBR actually. I I can't remember because I got really drunk that day. But I think <laughs> I think you might be right. Uh, so, and then you know, like a step above all the like college beers, then like as far as like the big three go, it goes. I think Bud Light at the bottom. Uh, Coors Light and then Miller Light. Really? The yeah, for I, me. But I, then like Miller MGD and High Life is above that. And so then this says a lot about me because I don't like Bud Light, and so I was like, Bud Light is the top. So but whatever I don't like has to be at the top. Oh, because you think you have bad taste? <laughs> sort of, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So because uh, I was saying I like Miller Light the best of those three. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was so saying that, too. Yeah, but that's the oh, bottom in you, my. So you have bad self esteem. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I've drank so much cheap beer in college yeah. that I don't trust my cheap beer. Uh, I get that, but I feel like what was the beer? The beer I drank the most in college was definitely Keystone. Like I drank, we would get thirty racks of that like every weekend and just go through it, and it was like I just can't. I don't. Think I could ever go back to that? <laughs> we drink a lot of forties. Oh yeah, that's a whole other game. We can yeah. talk forties. Yeah, I mean, I started with Mickey's, and I haven't looked back. <laughs> what did, about you, Tom? Did I mean, you ever? You don't seem like a guy that's ever done light beer. <laughs> oh no, I no, used I to do true. like I used to do beer all the time. I just. I think the Sierra Nevada is the first beer that I had. Yeah, even the Sierra that you're drinking right now, you're like, oh, this is beer. <laughs> this is so lovely. Look at this. No, <laughs> I. Uh, you know what? I think it was always Miller Lite for me. Yeah. It'll be the first one that I grab. I don't know why, but it's 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 it does it's the job. It, of the good of the shitty cheap light beers. It's I think the best. You pour it in thing. a glass and it kind of changes the whole game. Like yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> PBR. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't mind that. Just a, that's just sort of brand recognition. Sure, yeah, sure. game recognized game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bleaker review game recognized game. Of course, we are back here with Whitney Melton and Tom Farnan, aka Velvet Tom. Hey, hey. And we're here for another segment of our classic, our classic installation here on the show, Ask Velvet Tom, in which I put out some feelers on all the social media platforms that people fo can follow things on, and we got some questions, Tom. Did we? We got some questions. That's Ooh. great. Uh, our first one is very on the nose for our last segment, and I think we should start there because it's very fresh in our memories. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, on the Unpops Discord, uh, Scumfuck Flamefish, user Scumfuck Flamefish, sure. uh, asks, uh, cars, what are they, and why does driving <laughs> one scare me? <laughs> and I think we kind of answered it, but I believe the um, more underlying thing in the uh, ensuing uh, discussion that happened was that uh, there's a psychological block preventing this person from getting behind the wheel of a car again. Uh, have you ever experienced anything like that? I think so for a while. I think after the accident, I didn't want to get behind a car unless there was some meat behind it. Like uh, after that, I had a 1980 Camaro. It was red. It what? Was you were just crushing ass all over. Seriously, wow. I did. I, I had some pussy wagons. Definitely. <laughs> uh, uh, and they were really and but I mean that car I got in a couple accidents in and and you mean had, like when meet you mean like a sturdier car like that's less yeah likely to, I yeah. wanted something that I felt more safe that yeah. I felt more safe around and I think the car after that was uh, 
was a Chevy Tahoe. Yeah. Captain American, folks. Yeah. Chevy all the way. All day. Uh, but that was like, that was a Tahoe, so it was a Blazer. So, so yeah, I would say that there was a while that I needed a car to to be more of a protective yeah. body around me, especially in Kansas City. Kansas City is a driving town, so you have to drive. And I love cars. You know, I I really do love cars. Like a passion of mine had I the money would be to do electric vehicles of like classic a, cars. You'd be like a velvety Jay Leno. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Jay Leno. Yeah. Hey, come in my garage. Take a look at it. All these, these are very good for the environment. These are great for the environment. <laughs> these put off electricity. It's the power of the sun. So, uh, so yeah, I got a real, I got sort of a hard on for motor trend. Like totally. So, you know, I think a car can be safe. It's just that there's just so many distractions behind the wheel. Yeah. I think texting and driving is taking over. Uh, there are probably more texting driving accidents than there are drunk driving accidents. Yeah. And I also, like, I have this thing where, and I, as living in LA, I'm sure you guys relate to this, but like whenever I'm driving, I'm always just like, even if I do everything right and I'm not texting, I'm not drunk, I'm like, whatever, I'm focused. Like, someone else could just fucking take me out at any sure. time. Like, I ha- I think about that all the time. It's like, when I see somebody that, like, has their blinker on for a long time but, like, isn't merging and I'm like, all right, they may have just left it on or maybe they're going to just make an abrupt, like, left merge and just hit me so I should stay back. Like, I always just have to constantly be, like, on the watch for someone just going. Because there's every time you try to go anywhere after six in the city, your GPS is like, accident, accident, accident. Sure. Like, people crash yeah. all the fucking time. This all is why I was saying I, yeah. I'm not sure cars should be left. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not, I think we may have made a big mistake <laughs> in this. That's like, do we really wrong. need to get anywhere that fast? I mean, yeah, I mean, just where are you going? Yeah, it's not that good. Get a lime scooter and have yeah. a good time. Just, just hang out at home. I, I also, don't, I don't mind that scooter. option though. You know, hopping on a scooter and it's going great. everywhere. It's, it's just brilliant. You can bust your ass easy on one of those things. You uh, yeah, know, if you really don't know what you're a doing. A lot of people I know have recently. <laughs> <laughs> but this is proper training. You know, I know that you go through a license, but I mean, you go through that. Anybody who wants to drive rushes through that process. Yeah. And, and they don't re up on it. You they never have memorize to memorize the, the test. They, yeah. they memorize the test questions. They, you know, they they practice their, you know, I don't even think you have to parallel park anymore. You know, I I, I did when I took mine, which would be 2000, no, what? Yeah, 2006 or 2005. So oh. I do remember that was part of it then and backing along a straight line, which was the only thing I think I failed because I didn't know how to maneuver with while looking in my my mirror to like stay straight back then but now i'm straight yeah. it's chill uh <laughs> when i moved to california right. from new york i had to take the driving test again did Which you just really? like subtle shade about new york drivers wait wait what why they made you or are you no in california they, they would after the first year they're like you have to take a driver's license oh really yeah i didn't know that yeah that's mm. interesting uh, <laughs> like, hey, wait, we subtle? don't want your new york driver's license oh is it specifically from new york I, maybe i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that would be amazing like all the like the word like places that california hates quote unquote exactly, the most exactly, yeah. it's like oh yeah if you come from uh, chicago you gotta do it LA, <laughs> new york yeah. philly i don't know uh, yeah, so I guess in summation to, to, to for scumfuck flamefish, the thing is, it's completely reasonable to be scared of a car, but obviously, Most and I definitely. think in the discussion, he is, uh, this person is like, going to therapy for it. Like, there might be a, some event that happened that caused this, but like, you know, it's a, it's a process, and I think eventually you'll be able to do it again, probably. But right now, yeah, I can imagine it's pretty rough. Take your time getting back on the road. There's nothing more that I learned to be a better driver than when I learned how to ride a motorcycle. I was about to ask you about that when you were talking about a car that keeps you safe. I was like, a motorcycle's off the table for you, but you did you did learn a motorcycle. I took a motorcycle safety class when I lived in Nevada, and and they said, 
100% guaranteed no one sees you coming, okay? No yeah. one sees you coming up behind you. Or in the no between. No one sees you in in the between. <laughs> so you have to be you have to be three times as vigilant as any driver. On 100%. The road. And so I think that that if every driver followed that rule that they were three times as yeah, vigilant, that's, that's they might the cause more accidents. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know they, might get, they might get too tweaked, you know. That's but. the tricky part is, like, you have to, like, like, the social contract is, like, everyone's going to do this, but then, like, how many times a day do you see someone just being a fucking flagrant asshole on the road, and you're like, yeah, this could be someone that just kills me today. <laughs> like, Here's I think a, the title of this episode should be Cars Are Scary. <laughs> <laughs> and and hashtag, hashtag uh, pocket, uh, pocket biscuits. <laughs> uh, going back to what you were saying, Whitney, about cars shouldn't be legal, taking it one step uh, away, like, closer to reality, I find it fascinating, and I get why, but I find it fascinating that it's illegal for motorcycles to drive in between cars and traffic. Like, I'm always so... That's a California thing. Not here, it's not. White lining is legal here. Oh, people do it all the time out here. But okay, so I (laughs) don't know. And it's legal, yeah. Oh, no, it's legal here. I'm saying I, I think it's crazy that it's yeah. legal. Yeah. Uh, I think because yes. I'm, I'm always so whenever I see that, I mean, I'm sure they're well trained and they know what they're doing, but I'm so terrified. For oh, them. Like, anyone could just take you out at any minute. And it does. It happens yeah. all the time. It's crazy. Uh, so don't get a motorcycle scum fuck. But, uh, you know, you'll get back behind the wheel and you'll be all right. Yeah. What are you thinking about getting a motorcycle? You can't no, even not, get in a car. He's not. Get no, a 19, we, that was not what he said. Get you a 1980 Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking flame fish. Get a yeah, Camaro. Get, get Come a on. bitching Camaro. Yeah. Get a bitching ass muscle car that gets like. Like four miles of the gallon. Yeah, no kidding. Just, Those things are made of steel. You yeah, can... American steel. Yeah. Uh, in the in the uh, ensuing thread, we do have another question from our Discord, uh, which is related. Uh, Donna asks, uh, "Does Velvet Tom have a DUI?" Oh no! All right, asked and answered. Right. <laughs> have you, uh, uh, Whitney? You don't have a DUI either, right? You I never got one. I've never got one either, and I deserve so many. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally just because of the other door, like the, the, the killer mic at the other door, yeah. the mic I host. It's like the only time I drive drunk, and it's not every time, but like sometimes I'm like. Thank God I live close, but this isn't. This shouldn't happen. And that's like there's people like me out on the road. That's why driving is terrifying. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have I have rode a bicycle drunk. Yeah, that's in this town. yeah. How's that? How's that fair? Uh, it works I've, out. Oh my gosh, I that remember seems one scarier. time like I I did it. This is when I lived over in the Sofax area, which is basically Pico and Fairfax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was seeing friends up in Los Feliz, where I live now. So, but then it seemed like such a far distance, and it was. That's pretty far for a bike. Yeah. And I had a great bike ride until I was got right around the corner from my apartment, and I fell like scraped up my face. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! You were like so don't ride stretch. bikes, kids. Yeah, home stretch. You were like almost there. Yeah. Literally, I, any way you get around, like you're gonna get hurt. Like like lime scooters, bikes. Like if you're in a city, some shit's gonna pop off. Yeah. Never yeah. leave your house, everybody. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just stay just in be the corner. Yeah. Agoraphobia. There's FTW. plenty to stream. Hide, hide <laughs> under a blanket that's yeah, have you is. have you seen how good tv is now just stay yeah. at home it's great succession mm-hmm. <laughs> everything else <laughs> that's all that's just what i'm watching currently by the way i rode a bicycle drunk sounds like an indie film <laughs> like that would be <laughs> So we, bike, we should the, make that. You have a film degree. Let's make that. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I've been waiting to apply it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, we're going to get away from driving here for a second. Let's go uh, on Facebook. Scott Holm asks, uh, Tom, have you ever thought about switching to Velour? 
Oh, Scott Holmes. Scott Holmes, one of my good friends. He just had a birthday. Shout out. Shout out. Happy birthday, birthday. shout out. Uh, it was harmonized. That was well, let's see. What I'm wearing is a full velour tracksuit. Yeah, uh, as people will see in the, the photo that we take for this, uh, Tom is decked out in a full-on... Uh, you you look like someone that would have a muscle car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I do. I want a muscle car. You should. Again. You really should do. have it. Uh, it is the you know what it's it's the cool cousin to velvet velour is yeah I don't know is, is it like the same knock thing. is it like is it like kind of like a less than or is it still all right it, it, no it is a less than okay. I mean it's it's the allure of velvet velour oh. that's oh uh, I that's like what that. it is I legit learned something here wow. <laughs> so that's, not, that's not in the cards for you then uh, the shoes are are velour velvet Ooh. but I mean it's still it's still a version of velvet it's yeah. just you know it's what most of your series clothes came in back in the 70s yeah. so i guess i guess he's uh, i guess what he's really asking is would you ever sell out <laughs> maybe what he's saying i have oh you have okay yeah you do whitney's show brought to you hey, get out of here. uh speaking of fashion do you ever wear velvet whitney i can imagine you've had some fashion moments in your your time on this earth this guy's no, a style I, beast are you kidding? that's what i'm saying I'm waiting till I'm 70 before I really lean into that level of uh, fashion. I can see you with like a captain's hat on. Oh, well, I have two captains. Hats. Know, that's probably I, why I'm I thinking of it. Of that's probably why I'm thinking of it. <laughs> I definitely, I've taken more of the seafarer look. I have uh, yeah, the, you, the Brooks Brothers jacket with the gold. You got a I've salt got, brine I've, vibe. I have four ascots. <laughs> Are you serious? Sorry, I have four ascots. I've never seen four. you wear a single ascot. Really? I mean, really? I think so. I mean, I don't wear them around. Please print. start. I wear they're they're all for special occasions for when I need to wear an ascot. Which is, <laughs> what is that? What is that occasion? When I want to look ridiculous, but also like kind of cool. When you're sneaking vodka into an art gallery <laughs> in a plastic bag. There you go. No I mean, one would suspect. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh, moving on here. Let's see. We got another one here. Uh, this is from our friend Brian Cox on Facebook uh, under his alias Dorch Green. I believe it's a pen name. Um, and this is uh, we can extrapolate from this. But how do I trick my dad into respecting me? <laughs> uh, I think he's talking to a, a bunch what, of people with dead dads. Well, Whitney, your dad's still kicking, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out. I uh, think what his dad would tell him is grow some balls and get a job. <laughs> grow a pair and get a job. Get a Camaro. Well, the thing is, that is correct, because yeah. Brian does not have a Camaro. But I know enough about Brian to know that he works at his dad's company. So he does have a job. Yeah. Uh, but he's going like, to have to fight him. Yeah, I think to fight him. Oh, then, yeah, it's going to have to be like a fight club, you know, yeah. dad against son. Yeah. What is your tips on fighting one's dad? <laughs> I don't know. See, like, I didn't fight my dad. On, right. I mean, I disagreed with him a lot right, of things right. on a on a lot on a lot. Yeah, of like things. dads. <laughs> That's yeah. how it goes. Yeah, dads and sons disagreeing. I disagree, but like, I mean, there's still I still have memories of him just teaching me awesome things that I totally. still use absolutely today. So, um, do you have like a moment in your life where you feel, and this goes for both of you, uh, uh where you felt like, Oh, my dad finally gets me or like, we're on like the same. No. Like, we're and not that was okay. Like really? I didn't need to be gotten for my dad because like, I just, I just had to show up. I just right. had to show up and be helpful. And that's what my Pull dad your weight, loved kinda. the most, you know? I mean, so you never really, you never had that moment. I, Cause I also think I, I no, my dad. My dad raised employees. That's what you know. I mean. <laughs> but in, like in a good way, you right. know. I mean, he was just such a good delegator, and you just learned so many good things. Absolutely, uh, Whitney. What, 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 what I love my dead dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is a segment on the show. It's a segment within a segment called "I Love My Dad Dad" with Kevin and Tom. Let's play the theme song, of course. All right, we're back here. <laughs> that's exhausting. Uh,
Whitney, no, my dad. My dad got me into drama and acting. He was the 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 guy. There was a community theater version of Fiddler on the Roof, and you were what the villain? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I was one of the the, the kids in the chorus. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, he, yeah. he was the one that told me to audition, uh, and so we did that. Was he an artist himself or he a, dra- did, yeah. a dramaturg? A little bit, of, yeah. A little bit. He dabbled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, so you had that. You had that thing that, that kind of like you get what I want to do a little earlier absolutely, than, than a lot of us uh, artists hope yes, to have. Yes. Yeah, I feel like I was like just getting there right in 2016, May 5th. Uh, <laughs> I was getting real close. I was getting real close. And I think I think we understood each other at a certain point, but I never got to like, I always feel bad that I was like. Cemented. Yeah, <laughs> I, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I guess to Brian, uh, how do you get your dad to respect you? Um, I mean, from what I know about your dad, uh, maybe you don't need his respect. Maybe you just need him to like, you know, understand that you're you and just keep being you and uh and I know he said this as a joke, but I'm giving it. Like, this is for this is for the Bryans of the world. I think I think uh, sometimes sometimes you're not going to get the respect that you think you should have. You know what? I mean, here's the thing with respect. I mean, we all we all deserve it on some level. Uh, the thing is, is that it may not be exactly what he's looking for. And right. Like, I mean, let's not. Uh, and it might be a joke, but I think what he is really asking is. When am I going to recognize how much I am like my dad and yeah. respect oh. and respect myself for that? You know, yeah. it's like because I'm afraid you are half like your dad <laughs> and half like your mom and you work with him. So you're probably pretty fucking tight with him, which is awesome. You get to work with your dad. That's great. In theory. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I was just thinking about all the times like my dad, we'd be at family functions. He was like, Tommy, come over here and sing Danny Boy with me. <laughs> Ah, that seems like a very And then yeah. it was then it became Pat Malone forgot that he was dead, then it became Tora Laura Laura, then it became You guys did a melody, a medley. Seriously, yeah, we yeah. do a miniature concert. Anybody who is a family member wanted to join in, but so I got to say that if if it weren't for my dad forcing me to sing in public, <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't be here right now. Absolutely. At least I wouldn't be here in this form. Yeah, so. you'd be velour, Tom. <laughs> so I am. No, but you. Tonight, but I mean, but I. You know, I you'd you be mean. denim, Tom. <laughs> you know, oh. you'd be John Mellencamp. Oh, Camp, that'd Tom. be the worst, Tom. Denim, <laughs> denim Tom. Denim Tom. Would what be would the worst? Denim, I want to know what denim Tom would be like. Uh, uh he'd be he'd Stop be awful. He would be like. Listen. He would be like. Me too, Conway Twitty. You know, I mean, it would just be like, what? It would be bad, you know. Oh no! And I can't say the Conway Twitty isn't. Uh, He's Conway Titties over here. Uh, <laughs> there was one guy in Chicago. Shout out to Shad Kunkel, uh, yeah, who always wanted to be my nemesis, Suede Ned. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, I do. But going back to what you were saying, Tom, though, there is that thing of like, uh, uh, you might not get get the way, but like you're saying, like in some ways, it is still there is still that thing. And for me, I think one of them was the first time my dad ever saw me perform was at the Sacramento Punchline, and I was like a new comic, was like a year and a half in or so, maybe two. And I got on this show because I told the booker of the show that I had family in Sacramento and that I could bring people. <laughs> but like there was this one comic on the show, similar boat, but like she bombed real hard. And my dad and I were at the bar, and he just goes like. So this is like bad comedy, right? And I was like, yeah, this isn't good. He's like, oh, okay, cool. I just want to make sure I wasn't a dick. I was like, yeah. No expectation. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're better than that. I was like, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm okay at this kind of. <laughs> and that was like our one, like one of our things that I think about a lot when I think about that shit. Uh, cool. So hopefully Brian's daddy issues are fixed. <laughs> his dad, uh, his dad, from what I understand, is also like, 
he seems like kind of a cowboy with a flask in his boot type, but like maybe in the other direction, you know what right. I mean? But uh, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? They're from uh, they're from North Carolina, so. Uh, oh, then he oh. definitely needs to get the Camaro. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Get the Camaro, Brian. Get your get a car. Get a Camaro. Uh, this is my advice to you. Get a, and then your dad will just think your car is cool, and he'll love you for it. Yeah, even that if it's like a work. rust bucket Camaro. Yeah, yeah. Get, a, get a piece yeah. of shit. Oh yeah, piece of shit. And then you guys can Camaro. fix it up together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that montage already. I'm ah, already you it. see it. You see it. I see uh, it. Oh yeah. It, what, what song's playing underneath it though? Because uh, I'm your vehicle, baby. <laughs> not, I'll take you never where you want to go. <laughs> not, not, uh, not Cat Stevens. Not, or I was thinking oh, Cats in the Cradle. On, yeah. Cats in the Cradle. Cat Stevens Cats in the Cradle. In the cradle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one here from Facebook. Uh, our friend, our, all of our friend, Eric Barnes, asks, uh, should I get a Roth IRA or should I just invest my money in racehorses named Roth and IRA? <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, there is a real question, and, and actually interesting that he said this because I just found out I had a, a, a Roth IRA because uh, uh, of the, this guy. Yeah, three grand. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. a big retirement. Big retirement. <laughs> I could live in LA for two months. Wow. Uh, no, it's just wow. one of those things that I never thought of. I even I didn't realize that because I, I have a fear of opening my mail, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> that's a whole other po- that's a whole other podcast. Maybe oh. I should maybe I should have wrote in for this. Oh boy, we could talk about that. You need some advice. <laughs> Uh, you've got mail, uh, but like, uh, uh, it was, uh, do you guys have, what's your like, uh, thoughts on retirement? Are you, are you guys thinking about retirement at all? I mean, you're a few years, uh, my senior and you probably have more thoughts on it than I, cause I, like I said, barely even consider it until I read a fucking letter saying you have this money from your last job. Like, do you have retirement thoughts? Uh, I have no retirement <laughs> savings. No, of course, no yeah. I don't. So I'd always recommend getting an IRA, you know, I mean, if you, if you have a, if you have a way of paying into something, do it. Yes. I, I didn't because I never had those jobs. Right. You know? I just never had enough private sector jobs to put together some sort of independent retirement fund. Or yeah, this was my like first that. one that even had the option. This fo- when I was working for Fox, and like and that's how, how foreign the concept was to me that I didn't even realize I had it for months after I like, got wow. laid off. That's so great. And they they were just like, you know what? This is for your own good. We're just gonna <laughs> put this away for we're you. We're gonna roll it over <laughs> into this fidelity <laughs> account, and you'll find out eventually. You don't touch that. It's okay. Uh, And I would say never bet on ponies. Bad. You know what? No. Bad. 100%. Bad betting on horses. No to horse racing. Let's make it stop. I am against the that cruelty of like animals. who you think you are, Bukowski. I don't know uh, what I'm doing. I'm doing my no, Joaquin no, no, Phoenix from last no, night. Jesus Christ. We, well, yeah. you know, I mean, I understand the question. The other question is, is do I get do I do I get a lot of fast money, mm. or do or am I patient and let something grow? And it's really hard for me. I'm very bad about that. I'm like very bad about not the immediate yeah. gratification. No, because I'm an addict. But like, <laughs> uh, uh, Whitney, what are your thoughts? Because you're you're you have like a job, job kind of, right? Well, this is this is going to sound a little bit like a bit, but it's something I've I'll been get thinking. Get the drum roll ready. Yeah. Here we go. It's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Is why are there not more seventy-five-year-old assassins? <laughs> <laughs> they love it. Yeah, the kids. <laughs> wait, wait. In what context, the premise though? is too funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like listen, you you make it to seventy, and you didn't ret- you didn't save. Why not become an assassin? 
Because the worst that happens is you get killed, but you're right. going to die anyway pretty soon. <laughs> so, this is what, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but if you you do the hit and you get the score, what is that, 10, 20 grand or something like that? Yeah. You're doing pretty well. And that's a fun way to spend your golden years. I think it's a mobility issue more than anything. I think the reason you don't become an, that's why everyone doesn't just become an assassin in their golden <laughs> years, is that, like, you know, you got to be spry, limber, you got to be climbing up shit, climbing down shit. Why doesn't the terminally hmm. ill become assassins? You know, people who I, already have a death sentence, but they're still able-bodied. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Is this is my retirement plan? <laughs> this is just what, if I hit seventy. Wow. If I hit eighty, <laughs> you have a job. <laughs> if I hit if I hit eighty and Social Security isn't enough, I'm just gonna be murder for hire guy. But well, like, well, only kill bad guys. Only kill bad. Oh, you'll guys. be like, you'll be like eighty or octogenarian Dexter. Yeah, I'm an eth- <laughs> I'm an ethical assassin. Yes, <laughs> Dexter, Whitney Melton, ethical assassin. Yeah, there it is. That's not bad. That's not bad. I don't know. Yeah, I think of a, I think kind of in the same way that Tom. Like I, I've had a lot of jobs that have paid under the table or like freelance things, and then like or just shitty companies that gave me like bad benefits all around and like no option for things. Yeah, and it's like. I don't know, like, I, I, I've already pulled once for my IRA, and I knew, like, that was a week after I found out I had it, and because I, I had to pay Whitney back for the Super Bowl bet I lost. <laughs> that is 100% true. Go Chiefs. Well, I also bet on some other dumb shit online. I talked about it, but I bet on uh, I bet on what color Gatorade they'd dump out on the winning team and who they would thank first in the... Uh, yeah, I was, I was kind of your bookie that night. You kind of were, and it was fucking damaging. <laughs> that's great. Um, but like, you had wacky know. Vegas. I mean, that yeah. sounds like some of the wacky Vegas yeah. stuff. Yeah. I guess, I guess though, the, if the question were breaking down to should I invest in my future or should I gamble, I think... Because <laughs> that's like you say, like horses versus retirement plan. Like, that's the big... That's the spectrum, right? Well, it's the big win no matter what. I mean, you want a, you want a big dividend no matter what. Do I try and do it now but risk losing it all or That's do I just thing, right? put something away and let it, let it grow. I mean, I'm a gardener, so I mean, I like watching things grow and seeing the output of it, but I am not a saver of money. I've just never had enough money. Me neither. To I save. I, yeah, that's uh, Whitney. Are you you have a bit about how good you are for having three hundred dollars. Is that like? <laughs> is that like? Uh, are you? Do you find that you're okay? You're good at putting money away, or do you find that like your paycheck comes and goes pretty quick? I, I am now, but because I used to not be. That's. I think that's one of the track I'm on. I that's think. Un- it's an unfortunate reality. I'm always like, if I ever could talk to kids in high school like graduating i'd be like start saving money now teach them about taxes do it, teach do them about now. credit teach yeah. them don't who gives a shit about random dates in world war ii and stuff like yeah, tell yeah. them how to fucking get a loan well i mean we should learn about you know how no let's please i don't want to talk about the we Holocaust. should learn about how you know fascism almost took over right. the planet you See, know just, so we can keep from doing that again because obviously it didn't stick well it's okay so. <laughs> i'm gonna say it's okay kids don't need to know about how that almost that hap- almost happened because it's going to happen in their lifetime so they'll just see it they'll just watch the news and they'll be fine <laughs> Uh, but yeah, think, there should yeah. have been more adulting in high school. Yeah, I, I mean, I barely, been. I got my first credit card like two years ago. Like I'm like figuring out how to like get a good credit score and stuff. Like it's, it's just a lot of shit that like I have a checking account and like, and like a, an app that saves money for me without telling me, like it'll take shit out of my paychecks and put it away and it doesn't tell me like that's, that's my savings plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Jury's still out.
Kevin you, you could join my hit squad. Yeah, I'll be part. I'll be. I'll be your young. I'll be your Robin. You'll to be your my aging Batman. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like eighty year old Batman. I'll be like sixty nine. Hey, sixty nine year old Robin, and we'll go around and fuck each other and throw some shit around. I'm the I'm the guy who owns the club where you come get your assignments. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you are a hundred percent. You oh, are a hundred percent like the crime lord of this. You're like the guy behind the guy. You're this like you're in a you're in like you're behind three doors in the back room of some place and everything's red in there and you just go. Is it done? That's, <laughs> right. That's why the lady is a tramp. You two over there. <laughs> Pull you over into a booth. <laughs> yeah, you you jump off stage and go Seriously? immediately to your crime syndicate. <laughs> I love that for you. That's have, a good move. Have you ever thought about opening a club or a bar or something like that? Uh, no. <laughs> no, think about no. I've never thought about like owning like a place or a theater because that overhead is terrible and theater is dead. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it also is just like so much yeah and it's such a big investment to have it come crashing down like as they all do <laughs> like eventually like a lot of places like that I'd, I, I'd like to get in somewhere I think that's where the Dresden I mean I'm not saying that I'm trying to horn in on Marty and Elaine's business I'm no, just saying what I love about what they've had for the last 38 years over over there at the Dresden bar in yes. Los Feliz um, was that they just became the the resident act so, yeah absolutely so that that's that's better than owning the place. That would be a dream. I mean, it's obviously a not a lot of money dream, but it's I know I have a place to perform five days a week. Sure. Yeah. For the rest of my life, if I want. Yeah. I mean, you could be. You could. I mean, you know, because you you have a place, you have a consistent gig. Like it's not like oh, I got this thing like this. Like for like, you're not freelancing. It is almost. It's like a day job, and but it's a night job because you're going out this many nights a week instead of this many days, and you know that you have this much money a week. As opposed to like just scrounging for like whatever or trying to rap on Facebook for Venmo payments or whatever I do. But <laughs> um, uh, of course, oh people, yeah, you still owe me a rap. I sure do. I start. You know what? We'll talk about oh it. Gosh, podcast. you're gonna add that to the. <laughs> I, got, I got really. I got really. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Ambitious with the one I was writing about you and Chad Lurie. Yeah, because uh, I was doing it to the tune of No Role Models by J Cole, and I was trying to mimic his rhyme flow exactly, mm-hmm. and it's. I got burnt out. I was living on Adam's uh, in, in Adam's <laughs> house. I had also just gone through a huge breakup, and that's why I needed the money. So, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Thanks for bringing it up, though, because, you know, uh, it's been I one year. You, I think you brought it up, actually. It's fucking Valentine's Day today <laughs> as this episode comes out. Why would you do this? By the way, happy Valentine's Day to everybody happy out there. Happy Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, the show was great last night, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was. Oh, we had a great time. I hope you and your, uh, betr- really your, your lover is uh, are curled up uh, listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the least sexy thing you could be doing is listening to three white guys throw down about cars and money. Uh, final question here before we go to plugs. This is from Instagram. Uh, Ray, uh, at Ray underscore Tonto underscore Del underscore Mundo. Uh, Ray Tonto Del Mundo, which is Ray Camacho, asks, uh, will the itch ever go away? Now, he Boy, didn't give any more information than that's that. That's deep. Mm. What could that mean? Like, what? how many itches are we talking? We got you know jock what? itch. I mean, if he's talking about the artist's itch. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, the, the, the itch of the stage? I'm talking about, yeah. I mean, if it's the art, I mean, if it's the art of getting down and performing, no. <laughs> you never. He'll never. He is a musician. This guy is a musician. The so itch maybe that's what he's talking about. The itch will never go away. 
inspiration there. Seriously, no. That no, <laughs> no that I, advice I just transcended to the heavens. It was great. <laughs> I agree. I've heard enough old comedians talk about how it's always the same. Uh, like you always have that same. Like you need to create and put. So that's why George Carlin worked until he died. Like <laughs> you always got to do. So, you always got to do the thing. And right? he was on a hit that night. He, he was died. on a hit. Yeah, he was. He had just hit eighty, and he was ready to go murder a pope <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. He, he had was about to go John Wick, geriatric John Wick, John Wickiatric. Is that something? <laughs> It is now. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> they liked it for a second. Uh, but if we're talking like, what are, what are the kinds of itches, though, could it mean? Um, the clap? Well, that's a burn. Yeah, that. well, that is a burn. That's a, that's a bit of a burn. <laughs> that is a burn. I mean, you know what? Really, it's more of just a blockage. It's an inconvenience <laughs> is what that feels like. But yeah, you know, with the right ointment, yes, the itch <laughs> will go away. But don't use the over-the-counter stuff. Actually, see a doctor for that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Go see a doctor, people. If you have access <sighs> to it, go do it. I mean, give uh, give those who make decisions a reason to give us health care, please. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, wait, you've had the itch, both creatively and genitalially. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting here. What is the clap? Now that I... Is, it, is that the, the... I defer to Velvet Tom on this yeah, one. What I, is, I've what never had that? an STD. Uh, it's chlamydia, I think, is the clap. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah, I thought you meant, like, what is it, like, what are the symptoms and stuff? All I know is it's a slow The clap burn. is chlamydia, and, you know, that stuff... I mean, you and gonorrhea is the leak, this. right? They call it the leak. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know. That's disgusting. Though. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, there's, there's that too. I mean, it all kind of does the same thing. You let, you let, you let that go. You let gonorrhea go too. That's much. problematic. You're, yeah, you're peeing pus. You know, it, it gets, it gets nasty. It's like squeezing have, a banana slug. I've not had that. I've not had that. But these are all these World War II sort of VDs, right? Well, these are things that we can fix well, with like a shot. Now. What is like it? Yeah, what's them. the lack? Oh, scurvy. Scurvy. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like scurvy, uh, uh, sailor's rot. <laughs> it's all antibiotics, yeah. Yeah, just I go mean, to a doctor. Take your antibiotics. If you make a bad sex decision where you raw dog some chick or dude that you met in a bar, and like, you know, last call at like fucking the Dresden or something. Now, the Dresden should probably say three clubs is probably the bad place. Uh, oh, my God. That is a hookup place. That's been like why that's been a hookup bar it's for very years divey, from what I understand. very divey red lights in the bathroom which are apparently to uh see if people are using heroin in there from what i understand the fuck yeah there's something no. about bar lighting having a thing that detects heroin use like you can see it on their arm like there's a certain like uv light where you can see track oh, wow. marks Jeez. uh that's the theory i don't know if that's true or if i'm full of shit so that's where i can get heroin <laughs> that's where you could do heroin uh but not be very sly in the bathroom. About it. and probably have sex i'd probably hook up there but but yeah, if you do a, if you do like a weird bar bathroom fuck sesh, you know, go get tested. This episode of Bleak sponsored by Red Lobster and Heroin at Three Clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Either sponsor would love to have you. Oh, Two yeah. hashtags coming oh, at sure, you soon, everybody. Sure. Uh, and then Ray also Ray also added a, a follow up, which this this is just a bit, but we'll see if there's anything here. Um, so this girl replied yes after ask if I asked after I asked if she fell from heaven and I'm noticing many signs of ir irreparable brain damage. Does this mean <laughs> I'm taking advantage of her? Which I think is Jesus. I mean, he's dead. That's not true. <laughs> so who cares? That's not a real thing. She should go to the doctor. Right? Yeah. If if your if your significant yeah. other has a, a brain injury, then yeah, you should go to the doctor. Also, I think it's always go to the doctor. Yeah. Always, yeah. even when you don't need it. Take advantage of universal health care. Go there, ruin it. Be like everyone thinks we're gonna. <laughs> if you have medical care, just go see a doctor. There's so many people that just let shit go. Have you ever I, seen Doctor Pimple Popper for yeah, crying out yeah, loud? Yeah, yeah. People let shit grow in their backs for decades. I've 
raising my hand on account of let shit go and specifically letting a thing grow on my back for decades. Wow. <laughs> Actually, it was only like a, a like a week or something, and I eventually popped it myself. But it, it was it kind of came out of nowhere. It was pretty wild. Big leak. It's kind of like Gross. a gonorrhea dick. Wow. <laughs> Love that. Was it Did, just a zit that got out of control? I don't know. I think something was. Uh, yeah, I guess. Sense. I don't know. I didn't go to the doctor, so I don't know. And that's my advice to everybody is don't live like me because <laughs> I have this fucking fear of opening my mail and going to a doctor. Go get your stuff cut out and open get, your mail, okay? Go get it cut out. Whatever you got, get it cut out. <laughs> I like that. Take care of yourself. Uh, take care of yourself, everybody. Uh, and that is, uh, of course, that has been Ask Velvet Tom, everybody. Thank you guys so much. Woo! Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> I'll find. I'll figure out what these are eventually. Uh, obviously, this episode's coming out on Friday, uh, February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. Great show yesterday, guys. Yeah. Sorry that <laughs> I sorry that I botched this one big. Uh, but uh, obviously, we're gonna do plugs here now. I'll start to my left, Whitney Melton. What do you got going on online or otherwise that you want people to know about? Uh, well. Come to next my month. Come to my neck. Come to the oh uh, the, the March episode of Robot Party is our one year anniversary. Yes, uh, that's gonna be great. And it's the the second Thursday of the month. Uh, do you have a calendar? Can you? Yeah, I do. Uh, would you like now. to see what a uh, second Thursday of March would be? That would be the twelfth. The twelfth. March twelfth. March twelfth at uh, the clubhouse in Los Feliz. Uh, 9.30 p.m. It's free. It's great. It's free so beer. fun. If and you're in L.A., you got to check it out. It's uh, one of my It's one of my favorite shows, not just because we uh, run it, but because it is weird and fun and silly. Yeah, you get to see a lot of comedians that are very funny in their own right, but also working outside of their own like regular zone of what they bring to the right, stage. Right. Like mm-hmm. Fernando Sosa cutting hair. Yeah. Matt has done a bunch of great power. He, Matt is doing a PowerPoint. Matt, Matt, Matt Brousseau does these PowerPoints that are phenomenal that occasionally include live acting from you and Matt. Yes. Like <laughs> that last one, that baseball shit. That was great. Uh, yes, people should go to that. Uh, anything else? Twitter, Instagram, butthole uh, plugs, Whitney, Red Lobster. Whit- Whitney's Melton on Twitter and Instagram. Whitney's Melton, everybody. The Whitney's Melton, like the the Brothers Grimm. Yes. <laughs> uh, Velvet Tom, Tom Farnan, what's going on? Obviously, March 12th, Robot Party. Uh, March 12th, Robot Party, where I'll be, I'll be there being your musical host. Uh, it's uh, free beer, free admission, free joy. What else do I have coming? You got the up? Dresden coming. Uh, I got the Dresden coming right across up. the street or down Ma- the street and across. March fourth. Ooh. So that's Wednesday, March fourth. I'll be uh, showcasing at the Dresden with Marty and Elaine, and that's just in yeah, evening. ten p.m. to one a.m. And that is free admission. If you want a seat, you got to buy two drinks. It is a two drink minimum. It's a two drink minimum, but it's also sit. a very fucking cool bar. Oh, and yeah. it's cozy as hell. It's swanky. It's uh, people listening will know Marty and Elaine from Swingers. They're the lounge act that's featured in Swingers. And uh, I will say, I've been to a few of the, your shows with them at the Dresden. Dresden and it's always a fucking delight. It's, it's a, it's so a pretty magical night. It's really, it's it really like Thank old you. Hollywood magic. It yeah, really is. It's, it's like that in the Magic Castle. And I don't mean the pun is like, oh, magic, magic. Like, no, it's like because it's a weird fucking old building. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great time. People should go to that shit. The Dresden, everybody on uh, Vermont. Yes, uh, that is March fourth. So yeah. that'll be the next thing. And if you want to follow me, uh, Velvet Tom Instagram. At the Velvet Tom at mm. Twitter because I wasn't able to get at Velvet Who Tom. Who got that what? shit? Yeah, I Someone know. Someone I'm going right? to assassinate in 70 yeah, years? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably. I could probably recheck and be okay, but yeah, at the Velvet Tom uh, where I uh, live tweeted the Oscars so you can go back and read some of those lame things. Yeah. That was a. Uh 
What an Oscars it was. We'll we'll talk about it after the podcast. We certainly don't have to get into it. Uh, this being uh, six whole days after they aired and nobody cares anymore. <laughs> no one does. Nobody You're fucking right. cares anymore. Uh, at KB Anderson, yo, to follow me. At Bleak Pod to follow this podcast. Hey, I just uh, began the nation stages of recording a hip hop EP this what? year. Yeah. What? Uh, title pending. I thought I thought of calling it not another fucking bootleg. I thought that would be funny, but you know, title pending. But uh, uh, once we get a, you know, we'll get a little uh, Patreon thing going up. Uh, I'm going to be putting some stuff out there as it progresses. Uh, you all be hearing about that as that advances in wow. my life. Yeah, we're trying to not have a day job, everybody. I'm on, an, I'm on unemployment right now, so let's see how long <laughs> we can ride it, baby. Don't save. Uh, Whitney Mountain, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having Tom me. Tom Farnan, always a delightful, swanky pleasure. Thank you very much. Uh, that's been our show. Y'all have a great time. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye-bye. Diddle, diddle your partner. <laughs>